On this week's episode of Bungalower and the Bus, we talk about the opening of a Halloween-themed bar in downtown Orlando. And as one pizzeria opens in Mills 50, another closes in College Park. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And I am the mashed potatoes that burn the roof of your mouth, Brendan O'Connor. <laughs> and uh, that's great, Brendan. <laughs> and we are, uh, we're here at Cafe Perks. Perks. This is uh, a little diner on Perk Jerks. Orange Blossom Trail, if you've never been. It's by Silver Star. It's actually by my house. This is the most convenient, closest <laughs> restaurant to my house. I love a good greasy spoon, and I'm a little embarrassed that I've never been here before, John, so thanks I, for bringing me. I've been here a few times. They make a mean breakfast. All right. We're going to see. I ordered a, a, one of their uh, breakfast sandwiches. Here I got my standard <laughs> scrambled eggs and hash browns, so we will see how that goes. We'll see. We'll send some pictures, too. Here on Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. Like uh, College Park. College Park, which is where we are. Uh, I don't know. Winter Park. Thornton Park. Orwin Manor. <laughs> Paramore. <laughs> um... Uh, Colonial are North. You, are you okay, Brendan? I'm, I know you stayed up late last I'm night. I'm really tired. I know you are. I but know it was are. worth it because we just had a great dinner. We did. We did. Last night, Thursday night, Valentine's Day, was our We Heart Hearts dinner at Orlando Meats. Mm-hmm. Sold out. Sold out crowd. Everybody was happy. I think so. Everybody was full as well. I think it was like 10 courses. Was it 10 or ten, 9? 9 or 10 courses. I, I lost track. Insane. I think everybody started to get full at 4. Yes. <laughs> and we're like, <laughs> we're only halfway through, guys. I kept telling them, are you all right? Are you okay? You need to tap out. And I think two old people went out and had a big smoke a pot. <laughs> so keep their hunger up. And then yeah. they came back in and they were ready to go. It was a great event. Elliot, the chef over there, did a great job. Uh-huh. And, uh, the flowers gonna... you got from Hurley's yeah, Flowers. Hurley's Flower Box, which is a place I've done some video on over in Paramore. She brought some flowers and it was great. Yeah. Everything turned out great. Excellent. So we're excited for our next event, which we don't know exactly what it is, but stay tuned. I'm going to have a nap first before we plan that <laughs> one out. But yeah. So yeah, here on Bungalow, Bungalow the bus like we said we talk about all things downtown and uh, if you've missed any of our episodes you can go to itunes or google play or wherever you get your favorite podcasts and uh go to bungalower.com and you can find all these things that go we there talk first about. go there first yeah G- give me all the clicks yo so brendan what's happening this a week? a lot is happening this week john uh first of all i just got a tour of the eola general Oh, this is the new shop going in where Handy Pantry was. Right, in Lake Eola Heights. So it's a corner general store in a historic neighborhood, which I love. I used to live right around the block from there. Would you go there for a quick, easy sandwich? Every now and then. I actually would go there when I was a reporter at the paper because it was like a, like you said, a quick, easy sandwich because you could get a... Like a turkey sandwich, a bag of chips, and a Coke for like five bucks. <laughs> yeah. And where can you get that? No. Cafe Perks, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, super great job they've done. It's Sean Noonan from Dixie Dharma and Sean Kelly, who's opening Henry's Depot over in Sanford. Sanford. Yeah, and that's a little bit delayed. So uh, he, he was excited to get in on board with this quick project, he thought. And this one's a little bit delayed, too. But it's generally just because they're opening in a historic building that hasn't really been loved on for a bit. And they have gutted it. Oh. Like, up to the rafters 
They've revealed windows that for some reason were covered up. Isn't it weird when people do that? You think, why would anybody do that? Because that happens all the time. You see these old buildings where they tear out the ceiling and they're like, oh, we had this beautiful (laughs) mosaic that was painted on the ceiling. And and what point is that an okay thing to do? I don't know. Um, It's crazy to me. It looks beautiful. They've done a great job. And uh, I'm, I'm just super excited for it to open for everybody. They're going to have Wavelength Coffee in there. La Femme de Fromage is doing cheese. Matt Yuva from uh, Quantum Leap, he's their manager, oh, is all right. selecting all the different wines That's for great. them. So, yeah, it's going to be like a grab-and-go, but they're also going to have an, an on-premises drink, drinking license, uh, package store stuff so you can take liquor home. Yeah. Yeah, just really cool. It's exactly what every neighborhood needs. Like, if I was going to open a brick and mortar, I would want to do an upscale general store. Yeah. And I just think it's going to be I like it because, once again, like I said, I used to live in that neighborhood. And if you ever needed, like, a bottle of wine or a beers or whatever, you had to go to Publix, which is across the Lake Eola. And it's not bad if you're walking over there. Right. But driving, it's sort of a pain because you got to go all the way around. You got to find somewhere to park, and it, it's so much more convenient to have that right in your neighborhood. So I call them a convenience store. Yes, you know? <laughs> it's true. You need those little, you need those little stores just to offset your bigger trips. Yeah, because there's not even a gas station over there. Really, no. there's a Seven Eleven, but you know, like where I live here in College Park, there's a Seven Eleven right in the corner. So if I do need beers or right. milk or whatever, eggs, I can run up there. But, but you don't it, have that Lake Yola Heights. No, and if you could go to like an independently owned totally, shop, you totally, totally. would. And they're yeah. gonna have picnic tables outside. They're gonna have a little place where you can bring your dog in the back. That's like phase two. They just want to get this open now. Good. Uh, that should be happening by the end of the month. I would hazard a guess and say the end of next week. Love it. Uh, but we didn't want to put that in writing and make them look bad. Are so. they making their own food too? Sandwiches and they stuff? They are. And there's uh, Joe, I cannot remember his name, from a pizza sh- shop that's going to be in the food hall, Henry's Depot, that we mentioned before, uh, as well as uh, a little bit of Dixie Darman in there too. Cool. So it'll be like a little grab and go sandwich cooler. I love it. Uh, we finally got the plans for Pizza Bruno's Slice. 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 It's a new by the slice pizza restaurant that's going to be opening up in Mills 50. That's interesting that they're doing it by the slice over there because they don't really do it by the slice at Pizza Bruno in uh, Curry Ford West or whatever you want to call it. Right. Uh, hourglass district. <laughs> so it, there it's, it's depends kind of who's yelling at you. Whatever. <laughs> but it's kind of a different way to make pizza because it's not like they're taking what they have at Pizza Bruno and just cutting it into slices. I don't think they're going to have to make bigger pizzas. No, I think it's bigger and they need to slice yeah, it which yeah. is great which yeah. is great he wants them big and then the so this is kind of like an 80s neon theme uh beautiful design by dap architecture in ivanhoe village these guys are it says a young architecture firm uh i've been keeping an eye on them and they have some really interesting projects coming up and so this is one of them and they just did whippoorwill too over in, in the milk district yes which is beautiful um, this will have like a neon, an actual neon sign in the front. Bruno, really? Bruno was very excited about that. That's cool. And that's all approved and everything. I guess. Yeah. This is, it's in permitting right now. So we, whenever a plan goes in, we can go and search for it. Right. And see what's happening. Show us, show us what you got. And they'll send us the plans yeah. uh, before they're actually permitted and approved. What, do you have any idea when that's going to open? Uh, that he said, March, April. But <laughs> no real build-out has started happening. I'm going to say summer. Yes. Yeah. That's a that's a fair 
It's Assessment. not. I think that's under 500 square feet, like the actual dining room. Oh, it's really small. So it's what a was really, it before? Uh, it's like a law office, chiropractor, dentist. No, I can't it really is going like to be that. a walk-in, get a slice, and go. And go. Uh, late night. It's, Good. It's owned by the same guy that bought the wa- uh, Wally's. Oh, okay. Right mm-hmm. next door. He owns both buildings. Okay, so you can be drinking at Wally's, go get a slice of pizza, come back and drink at Wally's. It's going to be so popular, John. Uh huh. Just because it's just so cool, and it's actually, and again, it's this that high end design. It's going to be mimicked across the street from Tori Tori when it opens up, and I just that whole corner of Mills, uh, it's just turning up, and I love to see that. Me too. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I love pizza too. <laughs> we're talking a lot about beer, but uh, Rock Pit Brewing. I think I think breweries are the new taco shops. You think so? I do. I think we're getting there. So Rock Pit Brewing opened yesterday uh, in Soto. Where is this exactly? I saw your story, but I don't really remember where exactly it's 10 at. Ten Ileana Street. That doesn't so mean anything to me. Just off of Orange, uh, more like the industrial spot. Oh, okay. Like mm-hmm. where Orlando Brewing is, like that. Yeah, sort but of like area? closer, like Curry closer Ford. To, okay, Curry Ford Orange. Uh, the rock pit comes from, it's like a coal miner themed. Interesting. Right. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> something. Carolina coal pit. Uh, and they also, they were originally the team that owned is opening. This were a homebrew supplies shop, John. And so this, they will continue to do that. They're You can still make your own beer at home in the closet in the closets. If you want to, um, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Do they have food there? Or is it just beer? I'm assuming there will be some food, but it's not like a no, like a restaurant where they make their own beer. It, it's a brewery that might have some food. Yeah, which actually I just toured also. Um, Sideward, Sideward Brewing, which is going to be behind. Stasio's Italian Deli. Oh, in okay. The Over in the middle, Milk District. Yeah. Really, really cool. Uh, smaller tasting room than you generally see right now. A lot of people are going big tasting rooms. This one's a little bit more intimate. Uh, they w- should be opening, I want to say, like next week. Uh, but again, it all just depends on per I know when you've looked at they, they, I've seen like the numbers when it comes to how many breweries per person in Central Florida compared to other places. And I do. Th- I, I think we're behind on that. I think we I mean, yes, right. there's a lot of places opening. But I know when you look at like Tampa or oh, yeah. or if you really get up there, if you look at like, you know, Portland and Seattle and all that, they have so many breweries because there's a scene there. But I think there's a scene here, too. And when you talk to the people that own these breweries, a lot of them say, you know, we get tourists all the time that come out to our spots and check them out because of that um, brewery map. Right. The ale trail. Yeah. They say it does well because, uh, you know, every day I've I've talked to some people, they say, look, people come out and they, you know, they come to Orlando, they go to uh, the theme parks. And then when they're done with that, they want to go see something different. And then they come to our breweries. They're making a killing just by selling to uh, theme parks, too. <clears throat> like uh, Ivanhoe Brewing, for instance, is selling to SeaWorld. And, oh, the beer. Uh, yeah, their beer. So so if you get that hookup, you should probably be able to just float. You don't really need to worry about your tasting room. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I'm like sure, it's, a, it's, I'm always sure good. it's always a struggle, though, when it comes to breweries. And, you know, every day you never know. And I don't know. I, don't know. I worry about, um, what's the one in Paramore? 
Broken strings. Broken strings. Black cauldron. I, gener- I don't see a lot of people in there unless it's a game day. I don't know. I mean, she that's the woman I was talking about when she said, we always get people here from the Ale Trail. And okay. I saw her the other day, and she seemed like things were going great. All right, man. We'll bring it on. Uh, where else did I go this week? Oh, well, Cinco's closed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you, you, you went once. I went never. Right. So, yeah, I just sorry, Cinco. <laughs> I, I liked it when I went to the opening. It was but would bad. you go back? Service was it like, was oh, weird. my God, I got to go? Um, no. no. And I didn't. Yeah. Right? And, and nobody a, else did. A little expensive. And, and it had to be because the space is expensive. And the place before that, it was like a wine bar. What was it called? I don't even remember now. Uh, that one was there. Carmel. For like, yeah, that was there for like two years. Yeah. Those, and I never went there. These newer buildings that they retrofit are just and too big and too expensive for low price point concepts. Yeah, and you have a taco restaurant and something that's going to cost you like fifty grand a month in, in rent or in lease. There's no way you're going to make your money back. No, um, no. You either got to have something really, really unique and pack it out. Really, but it's really? tough on that side of the road. I mean, you think of Hillstone, which is across the street. Like they got a lake and they got you know they're great food. Every time I go there, I have great food. You're programmed to go there too for like super special occasions exactly. or if you're that business crowd. Cinco, I don't know, man. Like you got to be real cocky. Can I say that? Yeah, boo cocky. Yeah. Twelve. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um, so. Or you, yeah, you gotta you gotta think we're gonna we're gonna kill it here, but you gotta find some kind of concept that you're gonna draw from all over Central Florida to come to that place. And I'll tell you, with so many taco places, you gotta kill it. We yeah. say this every episode. I don't know what could do well there. I don't really know. I think it's gotta be a chain at this point. I don't know it what might have to be right. Like just lease it out to. Uh, Something from Chili's. the northeast that you can't get anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a Chili's on that stretch? I don't. There might be somewhere up in Castleberry or or farther, but I don't I think just, so. An independent concept in there won't be able to afford the rent. Yeah, yeah. Sad to say, um, and that one was was backed by two big names, right? Mario Lopez, yeah, and AC Slater, and Chris Kirkpatrick, <laughs> yeah, um, and Sink. And yes, so. yeah. So I just if they couldn't do it. I, I don't know who can. We'll see. Somebody will. Somebody will figure something out and put it in there. Fayez was on Twitter saying that they were telling him that it's just moving and that it's not closing. Oh, really? But they told me it's closing. And I'll be honest, I, I've heard that last minute excuse before, too. Not yeah. to call them out, but when you say, oh, we're moving. Yeah, we're moving to Miami. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be called something else. Yeah. Right? Well, that's, and it's that's not going to be tacos. <laughs> yeah. It's closing and you're doing a new concept yeah which yep. is, i don't know i i don't get it like you know don't lie i mean i don't want to say they're lying about it but you know if you're closing you're closing look it happens oh man Nobody, we went through that with our, with something on church street once yeah it was and then they got mad when i was like oh, you're closing uh-huh i'm not i'm not towing that line it's yeah. a completely different business and, and i would if that ever happens just be like look all right i'll eat my words in six months if you reopen somewhere else but yeah, if if it doesn't happen, I get free food at your other concept for a year. <laughs> they Will don't you like make it. that deal with me? Generally, these people who are spinning that yeah. don't like your no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just want you to say, "Oh, okay, okay, sure." Yeah, uh, I finally got that story up about the Delaney Hotel and Tavern. Is that coming along good? Uh, yeah, actually, you do, you can't tell from the exterior, but when you go inside of it, this is the new hotel slash restaurant that's taking over Doc's Streetside Grill. Across the street from uh, Orlando, Orlando Yeah, Orlando Health. Yeah, from that thing that looks like the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Yes. Like those t- the terrace. That's a cool building. Uh, yeah. And when you go, it's three different 
uh, buildings that were built at different decades. I was there when it was a sports bar. I watched a football game there one time okay. years ago, like five years ago. I hear good things about docks. Yeah. 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 This is... I feel like it was called something else before that, though. Oh, I, I'm pretty and sure. I don't remember what it was. No, and I my coffee hasn't kicked in yet. So <laughs> I can't tell you anything. Normally we do drinking shows. This is a, a morning show because of our event last night. I always kind of like our morning shows, John. I like when we, we go out and have start eggs. doing it on Fridays mornings. It just means waking up. I don't. I'm up anyway. <laughs> you are. Up. I'm, I'm like already man, at the I'm gym. Up at 6:30 at the gym. I didn't Did go, go today. To no, I didn't go today. No, well, we're tired. <laughs> um, Delaney. Oh, so it's they're making it into a boutique hotel with a side tavern but it's kind of elevated like american cuisine and so you can't tell from the exterior but they've done a lot of work inside cool and uh and mostly just trying to bring it all to, to the same level because again three different decades three different buildings it was cobbled together how many hotel rooms are there i can't tell you right now because it doesn't um, it's not a huge building no it's smaller and again boutique usually means smaller and a little bit of a higher and it never was a hotel so they're like retrofitting that to make it into a hotel it's a good spot because if you're somebody who has to go to the hospital and you need a place to stay visiting doctors yeah i mean there is a there's like a courtyard in or a hampton in behind the hospital which you you never see it. Have you ever seen that hotel? Yeah. Have you no, never seen that? No. So it's like off of orange behind the hospital. I think a lot of people that have to stay overnight or their families, that's where they stay. But uh, this will be nice for you know visiting Someone people. Someone with or, a higher price yeah, point. Yeah, it's, can, it's not going to be cheap. You don't want to stay in like a comfort suites. You yes. know, you want to, but it's when you look at it, it's really just really cool. Every room is different because of the nature of the building. Uh, nothing looks the same. And... Uh, cool views of downtown anyway just interesting cool. I, keep an eye on that i'm we're definitely going to be going there i think to record when they open love it do we talk about the new halloween bar we haven't we haven't cocktails and screams cocktails and screams yeah it's a new halloween themed bar being opened up by the joysticks crew yeah this is over on pine street right pine street yeah and the old 39 pine building it's by like sound bar sound booth yeah sound booth i think the building actually used to be a crematorium oh really and i didn't write about that oh that's cool so dumb that i didn't include (laughs) that uh so these people who did joysticks are old scenic designers from the parks oh and so they they know what they're doing they do they built everything at joysticks i think it's a great idea halloween theme bar i mean christmas bar we have it downtown yes i think more people are into halloween especially in orlando uh, nothing again. I like Frosties. I think it was a great idea too. But right. I think this one has almost year-long appeal because people love horror movies. They love that type it's a of stuff. Gothy, yes. too, you yeah, yeah. And, and if and with the caliber that I know they're going to build it out to, it's close to I four. I think it actually could draw people. I think so too. Plus, uh, I know they're going to have some video games in there, or yep. at least pinball machines. That's how I heard about it because I know the guy who's supplying there. Their games. Yeah, and again, thank you for giving me a heads welcome. up so I can write about You're it. You're welcome. And then, not that it mattered, <laughs> Orlando Weekly chewed it up and wrote another article without saying where they heard it from. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> As they do. As they do. Trying to beat out the bloggers. Good <laughs> luck. Uh, no, I'm really pumped about it. I'm actually a Halloween baby, so I like... Good. I'm, I'm born on Halloween. So I'm excited. I like, any excuse to go there. What's that? It's supposed to open in the next month or two, they said? Yeah, there's no way. No way. They got some time. Yeah, it's old again, older building. And people are always so uh 
ambitious with their timelines. Yes. I cannot imagine like they're and they're building everything from scratch. Like I saw pictures. You can follow them on Instagram right now. Uh, they're doing a promo where if you find a key uh-huh. hidden around town, these keys, you get to go to the, the opening? VIP opening That's party. Cool. Yeah, super smart. And they're making the keys. So, it's again, it's like a collector's Let's item. Let's go look for a key. Yeah. I would actually like to win one. <laughs> I'm sure key. they're around downtown. Uh, yeah, most They're not going to be in, you know, they're not going to be in Dr. Phillips. I wouldn't put a pass in yeah. some weird neighborhood, but it's mostly No, because you downtown. find it in Dr. Phillips, you're like, what is this? Right. Call the bomb squad. <laughs> but they're also, <laughs> they're custom making, uh, like, the sinks. Like, the sinks are oh, going to be, oh, like, giant like skulls. skulls. Yeah. Like, giant black glitter skulls. That's great. So it is great. I just love, I'm really excited to see what they do with this Cool, space. cool, cool. How are we doing on time? We got, we're good. Um, Florida and Co., which used to be something else uh, in the East End Market. They that's that bar slash eatery when you walk right in when you the walk front. in. It's on the left. On the left, uh, they're going to be changing to Bird of Paradise. That's uh-huh. the new concept. I had I had some of their food the other day at the farmers market at the Autobahn Park at the one. ten year anniversary. It was great. It, she had like this. It was like an avocado. It was it wasn't guacamole, but it was made out of avocado. And it was so good, whatever it was. I just grabbed it and started eating it. I think the reason I like her stuff is because it's ingredient forward. Like, she doesn't put too much in it. No, you're you, right. You chase the ingredients. Yes. And it's always like, and everything's like keto, everything friendly. Yeah, you finish it and you're like, oh, I feel pretty good. Yeah, I call it a happy full. I'm going to eat this like eggs and, and bacon. Be- you're like, oh, <laughs> it's going to be great. But I'm weighed down uh, for the rest yes. of the day. Uh, I'm really I so I, it's the food's going to stay the same. They're just doing more of like a branding. Any switch. idea why? I just want to do something fresh, something new. Yeah, something new. Which is what happened with uh, Florida and Co. So follow that. Uh, let's go to break. We can come back. I want right. to eat my sandwich. Yeah, I want to eat my uh, eggs and bacon here at uh, Cafe Perks. Come on back, and we're going to tell you all about a pizzeria that just closed in College Park. Oh, bummer. We at Orange County Library System want to make sure you know about these three things. Applaud the 2019 Melrose Award winners and meet local creatives at the Melrose Creative Expo, Saturday, February 16th. The expo starts at 1 p.m. tomorrow at the Orlando Public Library. Visit the Windermere Branch on Monday, February 18th for Real Men Read. Men from our community read their favorite children's book for listeners of all ages. Real Men Read begins at 11 a.m., Start reading soon for our March book clubs. Our Winter Garden branch is reading Uncommon Type, Some Stories by Tom Hanks. Yes, that Tom Hanks. Learn about these three things and much more at OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. That's OCLS.info or 407-835-7323. With 16 locations, your Orange County Library System has many opportunities for you to learn Grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And this is Brendan O'Connor, the last potato on your plate. First it was mashed potatoes, now it's potatoes. All I can think about are potatoes. Yeah, because you had a bunch of potatoes. Potato, potato, man. I had hash browns. (laughs) We are hanging out at Cafe Perks on Orange Blossom Trail, right by Silver Star, right by my house. This is the closest restaurant to where I live. (laughs) And so uh, if you want a just a good old greasy breakfast... 
This is your spot. This is it. And I actually was dragging myself this morning. How are you feeling now? Good. Yeah. I think. It's funny. We walked Give it in 10 minutes. and there was a sign that said, please excuse uh, the paper plastic <laughs> plates because we're working on our, our dishwasher or something like that. Yeah. So normally they come on regular plates, but they had uh, plastic plates, which I think just adds to the uh, ambiance. I liked it. Yeah. Okay. I, it'll be fun in our pictures. When yeah. We share. <laughs> uh, here on Bungalow in the Bus, we talk about the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods or whatever we want to talk about. Yeah, we can talk about anything show. we want because it's yeah. our show. You're yeah. right. Kick me off if you want to. <laughs> this is it. It'll just be and the bus. Right. It's a weird name. <laughs> uh, we Before we went to break, John, we were talking about... I gave a teaser. You did. A pizza place closed pizza down. Pizza place is closed. And in I think my neighborhood. <laughs> I think it's because we are peak pizza. Peak pizza? Only as one opens, another has to close. Yes. So we were talking about <laughs> Slice coming to Mills 50. There can be only one. Highlander, the game of pizzas. Uh, the pie in College Park is closed. It is. I'd, sadly, I never got a chance to go. And it was open for a year or so, right? Yeah. I want to say more than a year. Um, the chef for a bit at the end there was Sonny Vasquez, who's an award-winning B-boy. I heard I heard people liked it there. I heard the pizza was great. I think Fias reviewed it from the Orlando Weekly, and I remember him writing good things about it. I liked it. We covered it. I was there a couple times and when they opened i think we did a promo with them for our bungalow or bundle for those of you who don't know it's a mailer and you get really cool things mailed to you offers that is um i've been a little surprised i'm a little there's a lot of pizza in college park you got a you got a lot of competition that stretch seems to have a struggle too it, uh, well graffiti junction's been in business for a while adriatico has uh-huh. done well but you're right the next jade could always be busier even though it's amazing yes i, I probably one of my favorite i love it there and i tell places. people all the time if you've never been or if you haven't been in a long time go yeah. back and and i think this is it has to do with they've always been called jade and if you went to Jade 10 years ago and you're like, oh, this is all right, you think it's still the same Jade. And it's not because they've I think there's new owners and they've done new yeah. stuff. And if you had sort of a bad taste in your mouth from before, you don't come back. But I tell people it's really, really good and get their ramen. Uh, Umi has that problem in Winter Park, too, on Park Avenue. And Umi is fantastic now. Uh, but Tartine in that same stretch has you know, gone through and ownership's change and the hours a little bit wonky now. And like we had they're a show only open there. at four o'clock, but it's a breakfast. Like, what are you doing? I had a sh- we had a show there, and we we loved it. Like the food was great. But yeah. you're right. Like I don't I don't for some reason I don't get there that often. And, and you live in College Park. I do. I do. And and I don't know where. Maybe my wife and I are just sort of creatures of habit, and we uh-huh, end up at uh-huh. Rustique a lot, and we end up at uh, Armando's a lot. But uh, I don't know. I, I I hope more stuff comes in and. We'll see. I hope more folks visit some of these spots. What's a uh, blended blended cafe? Have you been there yet? I haven't been in there yet. I mean, they were they were sort of in like semi open mode for a while, and now they're regular open. And they need they need more tables. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think going back to Mr. Fias from the weekly, I think he had mentioned it was like a, a cavern in there. Yeah, yeah, and it really. I mean, you walk in, there's it's pretty wide open in there. I. I and you feel like you don't want to stay because you feel exposed. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's so what I, I got to go over there, though, because I love those. I love Bobby sandwiches. So I just need to get over there. Uh, yeah. What is wrong? You love Bobby. I do. I do. I do. That's the only that's the closest bomb to you. I'm more of a dinner out to eat person. I'm not 
much of a lunch out to eat person. Because you're like, I could be making myself. I could. No, you're right. I, that's yeah, for I me. It. Like, mm-hmm. I'll make a lot of food at dinner, so I'll come home and eat. So I don't go out to lunch very often. You know where I just had an amazing lunch? Where? Uh, Ravenous Pig. I'll bet. They invited us, and they have a new lunch chef de cuisine. Uh, Camillo, Chef Camillo. I'm not going to remember his last name, but he was the chef at 1921 Norman Van Aken. Yes. Uh, they had. I mean, I've been there. They have great food out there. So Norman's out left. Majora. He's not. Yes. He has left that concept, which opened up for Chef Camillo to then leave, and he got immediately poached, <laughs> poached <laughs> by uh, Ravenous Pig. And so their new menu, John, is amazing. This isn't paid for. I'm just saying they fed me, and I thought it was fantastic. Yes. Uh, they did carrots, like roasted grilled carrots. Nice. Um, was probably one of the best things I've ever had at Ravenous Pig. Really? Carrots. Carrots. Yeah. Were they like like charred on the Yeah, sides? a little bit. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, a lot of Mediterranean restaurants will do that, especially Ugh. when you go up to Michigan. Like they'll they have like a grill and they grill the carrots and yeah, you can make them good. I floored. Floored good. I was. So good. And they have like a lunch pork chop. Which who's eating that pork chops? Great. Great. <laughs> that sounds really good. If you want to see photos, you could go to our uh, amazing Instagram at, at Orlando Bungalow. Or I was at a pretty good restaurant recently. What one? I went to Cappy's. Oh, yeah, you for did for my your... uh, Hungry Florida Man series that I do. I went... love that sh- that video. Thank you. I shared it right. Uh, yes, you yeah, did. Yeah, okay. I appreciate that. Yeah, went up to Cappy's and Maitland. If you've never been, it's been there since 1967. So okay. I don't know what you're waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> but they are a uh, kind of a classic diner. They got burgers and cheesesteaks and i had a cheesesteak topped with more meat <laughs> and then they had another thing called the earl which is a hamburger or cheeseburger topped with pastrami i love cappies yes I, their milkshakes were great it brings all the boys to the yard <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't seen it go check it out it's doing well on facebook and youtube and all that so i just had a video to do really well yeah yeah we did one on uh it was just like a Facebook Live about the uh, StoryCorps truck. Really? Could, oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, we're at like 60-some thousand views. That's great. It's pretty good. I'll take it. I'll That's take awesome. it. You know, it's not like your level. Yeah, it's not goodness. three million, but <laughs> we can't all hit three million. Wait, three million? Oh, that Eat and Wash one. Is that three, three million? million? Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's so good, John. Um, local love, our friend Jim Hobart. And his friends uh, are hosting a fundraiser on Monday, February 25th for Second Chance Wildlife Sanctuary. Okay. And that's the that's the sanctuary that burnt down. Yeah. This is out in East Orange County. Yeah. Uh, 41 animals died, I think. Four of his dogs. Or yeah. Three of his four dogs this died. sad story. So tortoises, like yeah. old tortoises. So because yeah. they couldn't run away. Yeah, it is sad. <laughs> it's just so sad. So they're doing a fundraiser for yeah, him. Yeah, they're doing a fundraiser at the Abbey at the twenty fifth um, with local love. They're the ones that do like a really cool artistic backdrop. You go get like your photo taken in front of it, and you just pay a little fee, uh, and then you can buy prints of the backdrop. So definitely, it's fun. It's engaging easy way to throw some money at some people that need it yeah we need it uh tact- <laughs> <laughs> I, I do i should do it uh tactical brewing in baldwin park is is hosting a fundraiser too this sunday uh from 1 until 5 p.m for second for the for the animal yeah, rescue. second chance wildlife rescue did you see the video of patty sheehan out herding llamas i didn't i, no. uh, I saw the video but i didn't actually watch it so because of the fire a bunch of the animals like got out 
Uh, so they spent the next couple of days trying to herd them all back. Interesting. To, like these makeshift and That's uh, not really her. That's shelters. not her coverage area. It's not. Yeah. But she loves animals. Yeah, she um, does. And, you know, big, crazy, artistic lesbian. She's got to get out there in her boots. Get her boots dirty. Yeah. <laughs> go, go rustle up salamas. We shared that at our Bungalow or Buddies Facebook group. Uh, just, I just thought it was so cool to see. Like, it, it's literally like you see the llamas coming at the camera. And then Patty Sheard is like behind, like, come on, baby. Come on. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> come on, little llama. Um, did you hear about the peacock in that that saved the dude who owns it? Yeah, I, I think it started like going crazy yeah. and it woke him up. So, so he was sleeping. It was the middle of the night when his place caught on fire. We still don't know what happened. No, I, th- and they it's said irresponsible it to suggest someone might have. Well, they Little said it wasn't. Fire. I don't think it was. They right, said good. they determined that it wasn't arson. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Going back, so there was a there was a dispute with his neighbors, and there was a story in the paper in the Sentinel like two days before this fire, right? About how one neighbor didn't want it there, and they were whatever. There was a dispute. And then two days later, the thing burns down, and so it was a little sketchy. Everybody was like, there were a lot of finger pointing. But I think things. the I think the fire department determined that there wasn't uh, it wasn't an arson. Good. It was just something happened. So anyway, that would have been. Can you imagine being the guy that killed a tortoise? Oh, I know. I mean, come on, yeah. nobody kills tortoises. No, no. unless you, you're dumb and think it's a turtle and you throw it in a lake. Yes, <laughs> and that's an accident, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I don't think he did it. Just people are pointing a finger. Anyway, the peacock's name is Sylvester. Sylvester the peacock. And he was making loud noises at night. And I just want to say it's so cool to think about that because in Persia, ancient Persia, John, they were used as watchdogs. I know. and for, I, They were used for like prison guards. Yeah, right? They'd like have like a moat of them uh-huh. around like the jails. And then if they got away, then they'd trumpet. And you'd know that something was off. Yes. And, uh, yeah, history alive today. <laughs> um, I want to say congratulations to Michelle from Woof Orlando and Kayla from OBJ for winning our Instagram glass knife giveaway. Ooh. They each got a $50 gift card uh, to use at Glass Knife and get some really cool things for Valentine's I Day. I didn't even know I could I have entered. Yeah. Really? Yeah, we don't have any restrictions. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, uh, we use a service, so when you comment and like a post on Instagram... We'll use this uh, computer program that just pulls from it randomly. Really? Yeah. So I don't, I don't discriminate. That's good because it's on the computer. Who wins? Right? I'm not. I'm That's not such stacking a, pain a ballot. Sometimes people say, "Well, how come I didn't win?" Yeah. Well, and I'm like, "Here you, you go." Didn't. I always record it too. Like, I record <laughs> it with my phone as I do it on my computer screen. Like, see, it's happening. I didn't make this <laughs> up. What they win? Fifty dollar gift card? Yeah. Yeah. Fifty dollar each. <clears throat> nice. They yeah, don't have to good. share it. Mm-mm. I did. Good. I did have to go to OBJ though to deliver it. Really? Which is a little different. Why? For me. I was wearing like all my bungalow stuff. That's all right. Like, they don't care. <laughs> I didn't think they would, but I felt it. And then, get <laughs> this. There's a little bit of shade. That's in right. the BB, BB&T building, it right? Is. Yeah. yeah. So since I was there and I had some zines with me because I was delivering downtown, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to uh, the Citrus Club oh. and just drop them in there. Oh. <laughs> like, shut down. And I was wearing like my ball cap. Oh, yeah. And, like, no, no, sir, jacket. sir, And I came sir. in and I was like, guys, I know I'm not dressed to come in here, but I just, I have some zines. I'm wondering if you have like a newspaper table where I can just put them in. And they looked me up and down, John, like like the cool kids in the lunchroom. And they looked me up and down. She was like, uh, no, 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 no. no. She, not just once. Oh, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we only have New York Times 
and the Orlando Sentinel <laughs> in the Citrus Club. Yeah. So no thank you. No thank and you. And I looked at her, I just stopped, and I was like, okay, well, you're missing out. I will take these to go. And I laughed, and I walked away, and she didn't like me laughing. Nope. Nope. So I called him out on Instagram. but I, I was there yesterday. You were? <laughs> I was hosting an event there, actually. Uh, well, I don't understand. I get it. It was I an event it. space for the public relations uh, sure. group here in town. Okay. Yeah. I just think it's shady. <laughs> and I think they got to be more approachable. Or Maybe the university, university clubs. club will. I think they will. And I think they'd be happy to have them. Yeah. So step it up. There you go. Step it up, uh, Citrus <laughs> Club. Or I'll call you out. <laughs> Should we do events? How much time do we have? Oh, we got plenty of time. All right. We can talk about that. You want to talk about the Twitter thing? Yeah. So uh, we were talking about this at the break a little bit. And this is a little bit of out of our coverage area. But we'll talk about it anyway. Um, so on, I think it was Wednesday night, there was a, there was a shooting in West Orange County near Windermere, which to be honest, shootings are happening every day. They do. They do. But this one was live streamed on Instagram. Crazy. Which doesn't happen every day. And you'll, you'll probably have to go get all the details. But from what I remember, 23 year old guy and his wife, he was, it was some sort of domestic dispute that was ongoing. People called the, the police, the Orange County Sheriff's office showed up. Um, met with the guy, tried to get him to calm down. Once again, all of this is live streamed on Instagram and it ends up, he's like in a garage or in his garage. I don't know. And he starts talking to the camera, like a really nice car. Oh yeah. 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 And he starts talking to the camera, like, look, everybody, something's going to go down here in a second. Like keep other words, swear words that I can't say on the radio here. Uh, you know, something's going to happen here. Like keep watching, keep watching. And then like all of a sudden shooting, just like shooting, shooting, shooting. And you're like, oh, my God, like, what happened? And so uh, story comes out. I think he. <laughs> my eyes are getting so big. Even yeah, though yeah. I've already watched this. Yeah. So, like, then what so eventually he, he nobody was nobody was hit. I'll say that. And he was taken into custody and he will be charged with something, probably attempted first degree murder or second degree murder. Anyway, so so then the question is, well, like, what happened? Did did the police shoot first? Did he shoot first? What, what really happened? Because you only see it from his live streamed Instagram side of it. And then the sheriff's office, the Orange County Sheriff's Office, released their footage. Because a lot of times when you have these shootings, there's always body cam. Or they're, right. they're supposed, supposed to be. To Sometimes be things happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, batteries, shifts. Yep. Batter, batteries die, whatever. This time it did what it was supposed to do and it recorded. And so they released it on Twitter, which is kind of a new thing, Brendan. That's not... You know, when I was a reporter three, four years ago, like to see body cam footage on Twitter, unheard of. And so now you get to see it from their point of view. And when you watch it from their point of view, you see that the person, the the perpetrator, I guess is the right word. I don't know. He was the one that drew a gun first. And so right. they fired back. And so these, the reason you have these body cameras is because of situations like this. So, John, you do some work with... I do. I did. Department. Yeah. I did. I don't anymore. Okay. I was with his campaign. I was with Sheriff Mina's campaign. You know them. Really oh yeah. No, I know. Basis. No, I so know. Is, do you think that that's something that we'll see more of? I do. I, I mean, I think I think everybody wants to see video of these things because of the situations that have happened in the past with um, out of like a backseat driver. Like, like what? What do you think that compulsion is to see the video? 
like uh, as a, to like exonerate as a okay. whoever is telling the truth and who's lying because a lot of times it's it's the word of the police first the word of the person who they're arresting right and there have been instances where the law enforcement has has uh, overstepped their bounds i guess is the right word but there's probably a lot there's a lot more instances where they're doing their job and i think this sort of proves that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing and that's the reason you have body cameras, so you can show, look, this is what happened. Right. It's not that we attacked him. It's because he drew a firearm first, and we, we responded accordingly. It's such a tough job, right? Oh, yeah. Like, you're literally under siege. Like, I feel like just where I live, I'm under siege. <laughs> um, just by, like, bars, weird drunk people, homeless people. Like, we're, like we're just surrounded, right? And so living with that... I know it, it can get you on edge when something yes. happens. So I can just imagine if you apply that same feeling to people who are like in life or death situations every day, all the time. Yeah, every day. Um, poor things. Yeah. Right. Do they get like yoga and meditation classes? And maybe stuff? I Do don't you know. know. I, I don't. They should. Maybe is there a place that helps them like mindfully just detox from the day? That's or, a good question. Are police officers just kind of like kicked in the butt and like? See you next. I don't know. See you next time. That's a good question. But back, to, but, but but to the video, to what you asked earlier, I think you will see that more and more. I think now that there is a direct avenue to show residents that this is what happened, we don't need to send it to the TV stations right. or the newspaper. You want to pick it up? Pick it up on yeah, our Twitter feed. You can feed. see it right here. Yeah, and you can watch the whole thing and make your own decision. Do we know how many people were watching that feed? I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure if you went back, they might have taken it down by now. But you can probably check that. I have no idea. Yeah. I know the Twitter video that the sheriff's office put up has like thirty-five thousand views, and I'm sure on Facebook it has a bunch too. Is there, is is there like a an, <laughs> a need for this? Is weird. A weird question. Um, for police departments to have more followers on Twitter. Like, do they do they actively try to get more yeah. people to follow them? I think so. I think it's like anything else. They want to boost their numbers so they can get the word out when something's happening. Right. I mean, you think about I mean, there's a lot of situations where, OK, I don't need to know everything that's going on. But if I do follow them on Twitter and something in my neighborhood's happening where, you know, I don't know, there's some somebody on the loose, some fugitive. Oh, like great! I'm I'm on there and I'm, there. I'm I can see it on Twitter. I I use them all the time. Their Twitter feed just to see what's happening because they're pretty good about updating stuff. The other side of it is if you work there, I think you can get information out quicker. So if you think let's we'll go back to the fugitive situation. Let's say there's a fugitive in Orlando somewhere and and or Orange County and they're running from the police. To call every single television station and every single news outlet and say, right. hey, we have this guy who's running away and we need your help to find him. Because believe it or not, there are some partnerships when it comes to media and um, communication staffs from the city or, or police. Like They do need them sometimes. It's not always this adversarial thing where you did something bad. We're going to report on it. Sometimes it's the other way where, OK, we're looking for this lost child. Yep. We need your help to get the word out. And with Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, whatever, you can you can spread the word really, really quick and everybody can pick up on it, especially in like fast moving situations where you can't just be on the phone with everybody. And I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Twitter, but when there's like a disaster or something oh, yeah. like during uh, Hurricane Irma, I was hot spotting, you know, doing updates for people on, on Bungalow or 
and I was on Twitter through the whole storm. You know, fell asleep in my closet. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a great, <laughs> it's a great tool for certain things. I yes, think. yes. Otherwise, <laughs> trash. Shut up. <laughs> All right. So, what do you got going on this weekend? Um, Winter Park is celebrating the arts all weekend, so you can. All of the art institutions and organizations are doing something for uh-huh. the city of Winter Park. Um, for instance, the Morse Museum uh, will be free. Good. Which is very rare. So if you they have never Friday been... Friday night sometimes, but you're right. Some, Not on Saturdays. No. It's a great... If you've never been to the Morris Museum, it's a great spot. They were actually a little mad at me that I didn't mention I them in the write-up. Oh. They could reach out to you? No. Oh, oh I thought else. they were just mad at you in general. Everybody just takes turns getting mad at me. <laughs> uh, Catch Me If You Can is being put on by Boone High School at Edgewater High. They're rivals, so that's kind of fun to see. And you can go catch that musical for $8. Uh Check them out all weekend. Nude Night is happening. I was just there last night um, at the Central Florida Fairgrounds. It's a 20,000 square foot warehouse full of nude themed art and nude bodies. Um, It was fun. Yeah. The ticket price is $35 now, um, which is a little pricey. You got to get nude when you get there. (laughs) No, you don't. don't. (laughs) don't. It's not like that. But but other people will be if you're offended by boots. Could I take my clothes off if I wanted to? Maybe. I don't know what would happen if you did. Well, I mean, I don't see why. That's a great question to ask them. I guess if I just showed them, like, you know what? I'm inspired. This is it. This, this is, is it. it. <laughs> you have to body paint yourself so you look like one of the models that wanders okay. around. No, I'll just be naked. Uh, Renegades is happening again this weekend, which I feel like we just reported on, but it's happening again. Uh, what else? The Orlando Chili Cook-Off is happening noon to 6 p.m. at the Orlando Festival Park. Uh, there's a pub crawl afterwards for $5 through Milk District from 4 to 8 p.m. Uh, the Mr. Whisker Hair Competition is happening at Orlando <laughs> Brewing. That's the uh, oh, the beard, the thing. facial hair dudes. Yes. Yeah, they have like a group, and that's 5 to 8 p.m. The Indie Folk Fest is happening noon to 5 p.m. We're hosting it. And, you know, Jenny will be there. She'll too. be hosting it with us. Tourists. She's always around. Uh, come on down. That's free. Drinks, great music. There's going to be picnic blankets for sale. Come on <laughs> out and have a picnic. Uh, Quack Attack at Lake Baldwin is happening at... Lake Baldwin. You can wear a duck inflatable and run for 3.1 miles. Central Florida preseason lacrosse jamboree at Lake Highland Prep from 9 to 5 p.m. It's five bucks to catch uh, high school lacrosse teams from all over. Cool. The Don't Pitch It, Fix It is at Winter Park Public Library from 1 to 4 p.m. That's the thing we told you about before. If you have something broken, they'll fix it. Southern Hospitality and Barbecue at Iron Cow, 2 to 10 p.m. It's great music, great food, super cheap. Go check that out. Uh, again, that tactical brewing fundraiser thing is happening 1 to 5 p.m. on Sunday. John and I will be learning how to weld at the oh, Art yeah. and History Museum in Maitland. Sunday. 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. It's going to be super cool. And then Cupid's tribute to Red Fox Lounge is over. No, oh, you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that's it. We'll see you guys next week. Come on back. Oh, thanks again to Cafe Perks for making us breakfast. And letting us record here. Yeah.